Welcome to the Sisterhood of Secrets, a podcast meant to satisfy all of your mysterious, paranormal, and downright creepy desires. Follow us as we explore the unusual mysteries of the world. All right, we did it. It's our first one. Yeah, yeah, bro. Okay, so we're a little new at this, so bear with us. But um, I'm Stephanie. And I am Taylor. And we are going to just share a little bit of secrets with you. Yeah, because we're in the sisterhood of secrets. Because <laughs> you forgot to say our name. Yeah, so <laughs> we've been really excited to start a podcast for a long time. And it's taken us a while to get here. But um, we're excited to dive into it. And by a while, she technically means it's been a month. Yeah, we had this idea, we ran with it, ordered some stuff, got it going. But so I feel like we might be obsessed now. I mean, it's beyond an obsession. Yeah, it's. I bought two notebooks for this. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, how did you prepare for this? Um, I've done a lot of research. <sighs> Excuse our IT guy. Yeah, that's my husband in the background. Um, Not doing his job. <laughs> no. Um, so if you hear a, <laughs> that is soda. That is a soda. That he's is a soda pop. <laughs> he's drinking a nice soda. <laughs> Any hooser. Yeah. All right. Today's right. topic uh, is something a little weird, something a little kooky. Um, it's a it's a good old fashioned tale. Uh, but we're gonna do a little spin on it, our own little local spin. Today we're gonna talk about werewolves. werewolves. So we've all totally heard about a werewolf. Big hairy guy running through the woods. Sharp teeth. Yeah. Attacks and kills people. But really like where manager. where is this from? Where does it come from? So my portion of the this podcast was to do a little history. So I did some digging. By digging I mean I went to uh, Google. And this is a little bit of history I found. So the origin dates back to an epic tale of Gilgamesh. Dating from... Wait a minute. Who is... What is the Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh is a god. Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh. Gilga. Gilga. Okay. Gilgamesh. Okay. Is a supposed god or deity. Uh, Dates back to 2100 BC. So, pretty much, it's not really a werewolf, what we would, like, think of it today. So, Gilgamesh apparently uh, jilted a a potential lover... Because she had turned her previous lover into a wolf. So Wait a minute. Gilgamesh is a woman? It didn't say the sex of it. But... It just said Gilgamesh, deity, and then a lover. So whatever lover... I mean, she was just... He or she, they were loving it all. Okay. All right. So that was like the first big thing that I saw. But like, I'm not going to tell you the whole story. Because we need to talk about Gilgamesh. So, the werewolf, as we now know, appeared in ancient Greece and Rome in a bunch of different ways, like poetry. Yeah, like the philosophy. two uh, the two wolves, right? Like the, the brothers or whatever. Yeah. They're raised by wolves. I can't think of their names, but... some It's yeah. like a bunch of stuff like that. Some say uh, that they were people that turned into vicious, powerful wolves, while others believe that they are mutant combos of, like, humans and wolves. But every talent I found, they're, like, both bloodthirsty and cannot control their lust for killing. Like, they just want to eat people and animals and, like, just mess stuff up. Well, I mean, if you are a wolf, that's what you would like to do. I mean, yeah, they like to eat. I mean, yeah. I get that. I like to eat. Yeah. 
Um, so I just found some like two legends from that point of time. I got some more like more recent ones. When I say more recent, I mean like 1700s. Yeah. So in ancient Greece, there's a legend. I'm going to murder this legend of Lyacon. Sounds good to me. Lyacon. Not good at it. So Lyacon or whatever his name is, was the son of looks like Pegasus, but it's Peliscus. Apparently, he angered Zeus by serving him a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy. A, like a human boy? Yeah, they sacrificed him to Zeus and made a meal. And as punishment, Zeus turned him and his children into wolves. Hmm. So they were, that was a big werewolf story for them in ancient Greece. Now, the um, Nordic folk have a different one. It's called the Saga of the Volsungs. So this one's a little weird to me. This one's kind of cool, but it seems more magical, and I like that. Yeah. So it's a father and son discover this thing of wolf pelts that give you the power to turn into wolves, but for only for 10 days. Oh. Okay. All right. So the father and son do... This is weird. They So they put these pelts on, and they went on a freaking killing spree in their forest. Are so they killing people? Or they're killing animals, everything? people. They're just, like, killing stuff. Okay. Um, nobody knew what was going on or whatever, but the only reason it stopped, it was very specific, was because the father dealt a lethal blow to his son in the rampage. Wait a minute. So they both put the pelts on, right? They turn into wolves. They yeah. turn into wolves. Mm-hmm. Dad loses control and kills his son, who is also a wolf? Well, he doesn't kill him. He just, like, delivers a lethal blow. Like, it could have been fatal. Okay. And then, at the end, this is a little Grimm's brother to me, but, well, you know, like, yeah. It's very strange happenings. Apparently, the son survived because a random raven gifted him mm. a leaf with healing powers. Mm, the ravens. That's uh, Odin, right? He has the yeah, ravens. I, yeah. I guess. I, I, didn't de- I didn't go that I mean, long. I honestly did not know that werewolf lore went back to ancient Greece and the Nordic culture, which is pretty crazy. So... um. This is more recent. This is like 1521. So a lot of people are saying. You say more recent like it's last week. Well, I mean, 2100 (laughs) BC, man. Yeah, true. To 1500s. I mean, that's way more It's closer. I would agree. Get out of here. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let me freaking read my stuff. So a lot of the times people were being called werewolves when they were actually just serial killers. Oh, that's good. So. France had its fair share of serial killers in the 1500s. I feel like France was eat up with it. I mean, it's France. When I get into our, you know, I guess our more our close to story. home. Yeah. Um, France is kind of a part of that, too. So it's weird. Yeah. Continue. Fr- there's always stuff going down in France. Yeah. So a Frenchman, Pierre Bergat and Michael Verdun. Sorry. Sorry, anybody from France? <laughs> Not that you're listening to this. Allegedly <laughs> swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have an ointment <laughs> that turned them into wolves. A cream, you would say. Yeah. A wolf cream. Slather themselves in jelly and turn into <laughs> wolves. Excellent. Excellent. Love that. After confessing to brutally, okay, sorry, <laughs> brutally murdering several children. It's not funny. <laughs> but they uh, were can we just say that we've had a glass of wine? We're trying to loosen up here. Um, this is our first one, guys. Bear, like I said, bear with us. Also, I laugh at inappropriate times. And we both have lisp. So we, we are related. It's genetic, I think. We also have the same voice. Yeah, so, so have fun with that. Yeah. Um, and the same face. After confessing <laughs> to brutally murdering several children, 
They were both burned, both burned at the stake. I'm gonna get it one day, man. The who was burned? The two men. They, so people thought the things that were killing these children, like they were like brutally murdering them to like shredding them to pieces. So they thought it was werewolves when really oh it was these two serial killers, and they finally got caught. And like, they were like, were they using knives? I don't. I didn't say they were just ripping them apart. That's insane. Well, they, they had swore allegiance to the devil. I mean, obviously. And they were telling these people when they got caught that I slabs and jelly on, turn me into a wolf, couldn't control it. Any, either way, they were burned at the stake because that was they considered deserved it, so. to be one of the few ways to kill a werewolf at that time. Oh, so where, where do silver bullets come in? That's um, Everything I read about silver <coughs> bullets was just like BS. So if I encounter a werewolf, I'm probably, I'm sh- I should You're burn it. You're supposed to take out the head. I should burn it. I should cut its head off before I burn it. Damage the spinal cord is what I read. Well, I mean, that's with anything. I mean, yeah. So bullets aren't going to work. Not that I carry around silver bullets, but if I, you I know. I it would be really costly. Um, probably in this climate, you know. I mean, in any climate, at any point in time. Like, that's just, like, we're also, where are you getting silver? Who's melting that I mean, I'm going to wear it. I'm not going to melt it down and make weaponry out like, of it. Like, I'm a silversmith for bullets specifically. Someone in the South is doing that. Oh, and I got one last one. So, I mean, before we talk about anything else, I want to round myself out here. Because there's a bunch. There's uh, the Bedberg Werewolf. Mm. Peter Stuberstub, a wealthy 15th century farmer in Bedberg, Germany. Um, he was a really notorious werewolf, I guess, at the time. According to the folklore, he turned into a wolf-like creature at night and devoured many of the citizens of the town. He was... Blamed for gruesome killings after being cornered by hunters who claim they saw him shapeshift from wolf to human form. Well, we kind of have to take this with a grain of salt because I feel like villagers in the 15, what was it, 15th century? Is that what you yeah, said? So that's 1400. I mean, they love a pitchfork party, you know? So I feel like there's like this mass. I lost the back of my hearing. Chaos, this, um, what is it called? Mob mentality? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. That we still suffer with today? We do. We do. Humans suck. Yeah, I agree. Um, anyway. But he, maybe, I mean, this guy did bad stuff, obviously. Uh, I mean, he and he could have been a werewolf. He got caught with killing stuff. I don't know. So. He uh, experienced a super grisly form of ex- execution after confessing under torture to savagely killing animals, men, women, and children, and then eating their remains. So... He was tortured until he confessed, and then they stopped torturing. I don't know. He also declared he owned an enchanted belt that gave him the power to transform at will. Bell? Belt. Belt. Okay, so at least it's better than jelly. I'd rather wear a belt than put jelly on. When I think of a belt, and this is, I'm going to reference SpongeBob a lot here, you guys, because it's just like a, it's a part of my life. Yeah, that's who you are. Um, Patrick wearing the belt that said uh, Mermaid Man's belt and he keeps trying to turn it upside down. It's like W for Wombo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was W for Werewolf. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I yeah. mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Not surprisingly, though, the belt was never found. So they couldn't actually <laughs> confirm I mean, this was Are real. there really detectives in this time period, though? Like, are people really searching through his stuff? I feel like people are like, yeah, we didn't see it. He wasn't wearing it. Also, I mean, a belt? I don't know. Did the wolf it's have better a belt on? Was there a wolf running around I with mean, a belt? It should have been wearing a belt, right? Because like if he takes the belt accessory? off, then he's a human again. Give him the belt. Does it say anything about nudity? I feel like werewolves are always handing You know, surprisingly, I have not read a lot about nudity from this. But, uh, you know, people were prudes back then. They're going to talk about random willies. That's true. They're probably like, you know, 
anti Willie. Yeah, and I get it. So, um, the whole moon cycle thing, I did read this. So, according to a study, because I like this moon cycle thing was a huge thing for me because I was like, why does that matter? Yeah. What does a moon have to do with it other than it's spooky? Yeah. Um, according to a study conducted at Australia's Calvary Matter Newcastle Hospital, a full moon brings out, quote unquote, the beast in many humans. The study found that. Of the 91 violent acute behavior incidents at the hospital between August 8th or 2008 and July 2009, 23% happened during a full moon. What? So, I listen, I have worked in healthcare. For I was about to say, you need to like bring a up some really. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, she's just trying to swallow the mic. It's fine. Yeah. So, I'm not good at that. Anyway, um, I've worked in healthcare a really long time, and the yeah. full moon in the ER, y'all. That was the time when you got some stuff you didn't want to deal with. Like, people, like, shitting their pants, like, rolling around in it, like, met, like, drug heads. Just the, we'd always said the crazies come out, which is not, I mean, not like they're actually crazy. It's just like, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it is, it's a crazy time, regardless if people are actually crazy or not. It's just like, it's high stress time. I don't know. It's specifically full moves. I'll be honest. Like, I... Obviously, I'm a teacher. I don't know if I've said that, but I am. I teach. And my students act a, I mean, they act a fool when the full moon, all teachers, parents even talk about this. Like, they can't. Our grandmother um, swears by the full moon causing issues in life. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so Southern? I don't know. I really tried to reel it in. Yeah. Anyway, I have a <laughs> lot of uh, voicemails we can play on here one day. Uh, my grandma <laughs> telling me to go outside and look at the moon. Yeah. Um, I also, I mean, it is strange that the full moon affects people, but it affects animals too, and it affects all types of. It affects the earth. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. I miss the moon. I can't sleep during a full moon ever. You don't sleep normally. That's <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I mean, who does now? Who sleeps? Yeah, we're all nocturnal. <laughs> Hashtag nocturnal. <laughs> That's gonna be your catchphrase. <laughs> all right, catchphrase. Yeah. So let's talk about something that's kind of close to home. So, we live in North Georgia. If you can't tell, we're from the South. And... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. And so, we came across this story. It is pretty mind-blowing. I've never heard the story. Have you ever heard the story before? I've never heard the story, but I did find the topic, so I'm taking credit. Well, I mean, like, have you never encountered this story up until you started kind of looking for it? No, and I wasn't even looking for werewolf stories. I just typed in, like, weird North Georgia shit, and this popped up. <laughs> well, this is pretty weird. <laughs> and, it, and it's kind of interesting. And... Honestly, I feel bad for the girl. We'll get into it, and you guys can make your assumptions about Again, her. we take everything from this time with a grain of salt, especially when it comes to women, because uh, yeah. let's be fair, we've never been treated right. Ever. Yes. We're continuing to struggle, ladies. Mm, and we're definitely not struggling as hard as this bitch was. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. No one's so, going around claiming we're witches. <clears throat> so in Talbot County, uh, Talbot, Georgia. Yeah, we're here. That says Talbot. You're saying Talbert. Bear with me. Read, man. You teach our youth. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, in the mid-1800s, so this one's a little bit more recent. It's, like, actually, like, 1890-something. It was, like, a couple years ago. You know? Um, Yeah, just down the road. In the grand scheme. <laughs> uh, the countryside of this small, I mean, this is a very rural town, was terrorized by an unknown creature. So, people were calling this creature a werewolf. Um. And so farmers were losing cattle and livestock. Things were being found, mutilated, half-eaten, just, like, destroyed. Um, and 
I'm not entirely sure that wolves were really common in Georgia at that time. I mean, they might have been. We don't really have a wolf population currently, so I don't really know what it was like then. You should have Googled that. Yeah. But, I mean, we have coyotes, so. That's, I mean. I'm just trying to think of, like, rational explanations for this. Surely back then, wolves were, like, everywhere. Yeah. They weren't, like, you know, hunted to extinction. This is probably why they were removed. Yeah. Anyway, so all these farmers were, like, losing cattle at abnormal rates, and they were ready to rage. So they're wanting to go up in arms and hunt for this creature, and it's, it's pretty bad, and the community's suffering. So let's jump back a hair, and let's talk about our poor person in particular. So we've got Emily Elizabeth Burt, and you guys can Google her. There's a bunch of stuff about her. Um, it's a pretty good read. It's pretty lengthy. Yeah, she's she's super interesting. Um, so Emily was born to Joel Hartbert and Mildred Ann Owen, and she was born in 1841 in Talbot County, Georgia, and she was known as Emmy. That's cute. Emmy's a cute name. Emily? Hmm. No? Hmm. I'm into it. I mean, it's a yeah. name. Anyway, so they were pretty wealthy people in this time period. They had land, um, they had a large estate, and after her father died, Mildred, the mother, she used this wealth, and she ensured that her daughters would get a decent education. And that meant that they were going to go to some boarding school type situation, or, and I don't think that they had many, I don't know, schools in this area that were, like, well-to-do. I can't imagine. They'd probably have to go to, like, Atlanta. Yeah, for sure. So they sent her to France. What? I, I don't know. She How well? I mean, her and her sister, uh, Sarah, they went to France to a boarding school. And I guess Mildred was just living it up because her husband was gone and she was just chilling here. And dude, that's not what happened. She was like, my husband died. I'm sending <laughs> these kids out. We going to party. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if uh, women could catch me a husband. I don't know if women could do that back in the day. I don't know if there was any partying happen. Stephanie, there was definitely some partying happen. Maybe. Have you ever seen Bridgerton? Uh, actually, no. You need to watch it. I know. I'm behind the times. She had a sister? Yeah, she did. Her name was Sarah. And Does she know about her um, secret? <laughs> she might have. You like that? Emily's sister, Sarah, was super extroverted. So she was like lively, personable. She might have been just one of those women who did what they were told, if you know what I mean. Oh, she, you need to smile more. You didn't have to tell her that. She was already smiling. So you. Maybe. Anyway, so she was super happy. Um, whereas Emily was super withdrawn. She liked to keep to herself uh, she didn't mind the isolation and is this about our life it might be just so, so you guys know stephanie is not extroverted i was making a joke we are both <laughs> introverts <laughs> yes we want to live in a cave um and as long as it has wi-fi we're good and mm. wine wi-fi wine dogs we love dogs and a library oh we love books too yeah yeah we have book club on tuesdays <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys hear this and you have any great books, uh, we're totally into high fantasy. So send them our way. You could email us. Um, a little smut never hurt nobody either. <laughs> you want to throw that out there? Gotta, ha- gotta have some spice. Gotta have some spice. Inti Huser. Yeah. So Emily was, or excuse me, Sarah and Emily come back from Europe. And Isabella starts, Emily Isabella. I'm going to call her Emmy. So Emmy begins to suffer from insomnia. So she's not sleeping. And strangely enough, she decides to, during her nights when she can't sleep, to walk the countryside. Can't do that nowadays, ma'am. Well, I don't know that anyone should be walking in the middle of the night. The countryside, not in your backyard. She's just roaming. 
To be fair, I do enjoy a midnight walk through my field when I'm walking my dogs. That's, I mean, you're one in a million. It's nice. It's quiet. The stars are pretty. Yeah. But I know nothing's in the the yard. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen here. But it's, I mean, Emmy, she was into it. You and her could walk side by side in the middle of the night. I don't think I want to. Yeah. Personally, she's got some stuff going on. She does. So she's walking. Um, also, she um, the there's lots of mention of her teeth. Um, that her canines seem to be elongated, and that her gums um, just looked abnormal. Okay, so her mouth. Maybe she had receding gums. Well, it keeps talking about how like dentistry in this time period wasn't good. So maybe she was going through some sort of dental disease, and she was like. I don't know, but her teeth were scary. That really grosses me she, out. It even came to the point where, like, her her mother took her to a dentist and asked them if they could file them down. Yeah, I read that several times when I was looking things up. Um, like, specifically her canines? Yes, specifically. That sounds well, uh, more honestly, vampire. let's be... I don't know how we... We can't really say specifically because I feel like there's a lot of information, but how accurate is the information? This is just what people are saying. And what I've read. And it's hearsay. True. But that's scary enough for me. Okay. Your mom's taking you to the dentist because you've got some scary gum problems and your teeth are elongated and she's wanting to file them down because they're scary. Because people are talking about it. Maybe they were slowly falling out. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about her teeth not being there. I mean, I guess she'd be less scary if she was toothless. Oh, my God. I think <coughs> it should be more scary, honestly. Okay. So take that in one hand. These scary teeth. She starts to grow strange amounts of hair. Okay. It says that she she let her hair grow wild and her eyebrows were really bushy. And like there's pictures of her and she doesn't seem unkept. But why would you say that? I mean, was she just brushing her hair? I mean, if you're walking through the woods at midnight and you fall down, like did somebody see you? Like and you just look like that? I mean, I don't know. Pretty much, this bitch was busted. (laughs) (laughs) She's looking rough. She's looking rough. Um, God bless her. So, but this is like a rapid change. And in most of the articles that I'm reading, it's like all of a sudden, um, Emmy comes back from Europe and she's looking different. So she went to Europe to go to school, right? Werewolves of London. Well, I mean, we were talking about France. She went to France and how lycanthropy was so big in France. You know, like they they talk about it a lot. Yeah, they love that. They have a lot of like lore i guess um so she comes back from europe and she is completely different she's an insomniac now she is hairy her teeth are strange um and overall i I guess like her her personality is a little different she's still withdrawn but just a little scary i guess so during the same point in time when she returns from europe and this strange transition is happening in her physical form i guess the animals are dying left and right all types of livestock are being killed at rapid amounts farmers are losing lots of money and they are up in arms like they are ready to find this thing that is like oh i mean God. essentially Cows in that time man. yeah you that could be That's someone's life, or life. Death. yeah i just said death <laughs> <laughs> um it also a couple of it's weird that you said vampire earlier because a couple of the articles said that the animals were drained of blood. So, 
that makes me think of supernatural because every time they were like you know looking for vampires there was like cattle mutilations yeah that's what it makes me think of but yeah. and the teeth thing really weirds me out yeah but it, like she just unca- i don't know i don't know maybe she just went to france and was just like i'm not gonna shave anymore yeah well i don't think they were shaving at all not that i mean anybody you do i you, just mean right? like i just feel like french people i mean even today they're more natural and they're, i mean they're beautiful humans but like they keep a more natural look compared to america so maybe she just went that route she stopped putting her hair in those tight creepy buns and yeah just let it fall naturally yeah maybe she was just like living her best life just like being free and maybe she just had some teeth issues maybe she had gum problems I mean, they don't brush their teeth. When did that become a big thing? You think? I, I don't really know. That's another, that's another pod. That's another episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, let's get back into this stuff. So, uh, this is, okay, so there's just like this turning point in this whole story, and this is it. So, Emmy creeps out of the house. All right, she leaves. She creeps out of the house, and Mom Mildred decided to follow her. Okay? Not creepy. Okay. Um, completely normal. You know, I sneak out all the time. Mom follows me around. <laughs> so during this same moment i'm assuming farmers formed a posse and they were going out to kill this werewolf i mean i don't know if they were calling it a werewolf at the time i thought it was a posse i don't know what it's that mob mentality we were talking about earlier yeah. like someone goes through something and all of a sudden we all want violence i don't know so <clears throat> they decide they're going to kill this werewolf or they're going to kill whatever creature is trying to kill their livestock so, Mildred sneaks out to follow her because she was worried about her daughter. Is what it says is that she she knew that Mil- not, excuse me she knew that Emmy would be out at night walking around and she was worried about her safety. What about all the nights before? Well, I think that I guess the community had come together and they were talking about how we're going out tonight. Like we are all going to take our weapons and go out into the forest and. She is a well-to-do woman. Mildred knew what was up, and I'm sure she was part of that meeting. But, I mean, like, she was cool with it before then? I mean, I guess because they weren't going out to kill. There's lions, tigers, and bears out there, man. Mama would never. No, absolutely not. Yeah. It'd It'd be strange. So, she was worried about her, and obviously, there's the moon out. It's gotta be. I don't know if it's full. But it mentions the moon, I'm you know. Moon. So Mildred sees um, Emmy, and she is going to kill with a knife an, a calf, a baby cow. Wait, okay, back up. <laughs> yeah. Pop the brakes. Okay, Ma- homegirl sneaks out. Right, right. and then mom's about heard all about the posse, and she's like, oh, "She's a man. I should go there. warn my kid." Yes, hang on. Yeah, stay with me. She's following the daughter. The mm. daughter just happens to end up in a field, catches a baby calf with no mama around, which is a feat in itself, y'all. Yeah. And just has a knife. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill this thing. And mama's like, what is going on with you? Well, what happened in France? See, this is where I have read two different accounts. The one I'm about to tell you right now actually kind of makes sense. The one about the baby calf. I mean, obviously, maybe it wasn't a baby. Maybe it was just a cow. Because, like you said, mama cows aren't going to leave those babies. No. They're not going to do that. They will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it says that her mother sees her, calls out to her, um, and Emmy turns in anger, and two shots ring out. Boom, boom. 
during this whole conversation. So she must have knife midair. Mom's like, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden, bang, bang. And she shuts So Mildred down. faints. That's what it says. She just passes out. I mean, this is a time period. Women are just, oh, the vapors, you know, like that's they're they're falling out. <laughs> just, I mean, to be a fly on the wall. I don't know the hygiene. I'm out. You wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so she passes out. Um, a doctor takes care of Emmy. And I guess Emmy was fine. And Mildred came out of the, sh- the shock. OK, she came out of the shock. So this is this is the first um kind of sequence of events i'm going to tell you so this is the first picture that mom finds her about to kill an animal and the hunters are shooting off in the distance it scares mildred she passes out someone it doesn't say who finds them but they are found and mildred recovers and emmy's okay and um emmy was carted off taken away to europe again okay this is why i found this interest interesting so they go to europe to find a doctor who was treating people with a psychiatric disease called lycanthrope. And this is where it's a disease that mentally disturbed people believe that they have become werewolves. Um, I read about this because I was also reading about that disease. It makes you really hairy. Yeah. So maybe she, a lot of these people that have the really hairy disease, I'm, I'm butchering it because I don't remember the name, suffer from this because people are, they're tormented as children. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, circuses and stuff. Yeah, I mean, especially back then, not so much now. Yeah, because people are, I don't know, people aren't very understanding now either. To be fair. Well, better. I mean, we're not putting people in cages. I'm going to be honest. If I saw, if I was a kid, not that I was an asshole kid, but I would have been like, what is that? You don't know. It's the adults that suck because they know. Yeah. But anyway. Well, and then kids are easy to just say, like, this is this and this. And they're like, oh, okay. And then it's never, it's never a thing. Yeah, I mean, I just would want to touch it. Honestly, I want to pet them. That's I know that's awful. You know their hair is so soft. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're gonna leave that there. We'll pick back. <laughs> so this is the first sequence of events. Another article that I read was that um, Emmy snuck out, and her mom didn't follow her, and she was just at home. What's the face for? How is she so good at sneaking out? Well, it's the 1800s. I mean, the, every honestly, floorboard is creaky. In my mind, they're just letting her leave. Because it says that she was a known insomniac and that she liked to walk at night. Uh, That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Why is her mom okay with it? She got shot almost one time and Wait. was trying to kill stuff. No, no, no. Okay. This is the same. Sequ- okay. This is the same moment in time. It's just, it's told, just a retelling. It, yes. It's, it's told a different. By someone else. It's a different. T- okay. Yeah. Okay. So I came across this. My bad. Y'all I got confused. No, this, uh, the whole stabbing the calf or whatever. This was in a few sites that I looked at. And then this next one I'm about to tell you about was in more of them. So like I came across this one and I was like, oh, this is different. I haven't read this. Did the doctor cure her of her lycanthrope? It doesn't say. They just said they went over there and was like, hey, I think my daughter thinks she's a werewolf. I mean, maybe. Today on Taboo. So the other version of this story is that she was taking a midnight stroll like she does. That was, I guess, what she did. And Mildred did not follow her. And the posse was out hunting. So they had gathered their men and their weapons and they were out. And a a farmer said that he had shot the wolf. That he shot it. Well, Mildred finds Emmy with gunshot wounds. 
the next morning. You know what I'm thinking? Seems very whoopy to me. Whoopy. Whoopy. Um, I like that version better because it seems more, it fits the werewolf narrative better. Yeah. I, th- I mean, that one sounds much better other than homegirl just passing out because who found them? I mean, my, there's a lot the of second plot story holes in that first one sounds more reasonable. Not that I think this one was actually a werewolf. Do I, am I skeptical of a werewolf ever so slightly? Would it be cool that it, she was? Yeah. Other than like, you know, the killing of the cattle and stuff. Yeah. Is that her picture? Yeah. Uh, we'll post a picture of her on our Instagram. Um, it's uh, Sisterhood of Secrets. Yeah, if you ever want to just, you know, pop on by on our Instagram, it's sister underscore of underscore secrets. Yeah, we'll post a picture of her. I mean, she looks like a very well-to-do woman. and so Got some she, hot cheekbones, girl. She does. Yeah, she in fact she does. So this whole werewolf incident, it doesn't really give us an ending. I'll be honest with you. Um, it. I mean, there's two accounts of the story, either... She went off to Europe and got cured of her lycanthrope and or she was shot and she might be a werewolf and she recovered from her wounds. I'm not entirely sure. But um, yeah, I don't really have an, a conclusion to this story. It's just strange. But that's so common of like stuff like that. Like everything I found like on other topics I've been researching for future episodes. Like there's no... It's not a, you know, it's not a well-rounded ending of anything. It's just like, these are stories and this is all we know. Yeah, so she is, I mean, she's buried in Talbot. Say it for me. Talbot. Talbot, Georgia. You can go to her grave um, and you can, you know, visit her, I guess. Um, she, she died at the age of 69, 70, and she never married. Well, apparently she had real bad teeth and was super... Well, in my mind, all I can think is that if you were ever referred to as a werewolf, you're probably not going to have a big social life. I don't know. It seems real big in France. She should have went back. Yeah. So she did, She is buried there and you can visit her. Um, I mean, the area is well maintained and you can Google her and you can find her easy peasy. Um, but on the flip side of this, so... When I was doing research, I was looking for her grave. And I went to findagrave.com. You can go. You can look up anybody. And it says that she grew up in Pleasantville, which is still the same. And it mentions her being the Georgia werewolf. And they think it says that all of these are pure fiction. So, and I do know that, like, family members are part of this find a grave thing. Like, you can Google, like, our family members and look them up. And it's just a basic overview of them. Yeah. I don't know who writes them or whatever. Um, so it it even says that Emily wasn't mentally ill. But every thing that I read about her said she had some sort of mental illness. Or she suffered from something. I mean, again, grain of salt with these with these things because it. Tw- listen, back then I am twenty eight, y'all, and I am unmarried with no children. I would be a burden to my family with some sort of mental illness because nobody would cart me away yet. It's true. Maybe she never wanted to marry. I mean, yeah. To be fair, I mean, maybe she was uh didn't like men. That's true. I mean, what other option does she have? I would really like to go relevant? see her grave. That would be really cool. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of creepy. I mean, it's an old tombstone, but. And always, guys, you know, if you go to, if you ever go and see people's headstones, be respectful, be kind. Yeah, 100%. 
someone's final resting place. Even if you don't believe it, will you believe it? Yeah. Well, be kind. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got anything else? We talk about. I mean, there's no good recent ones, guys. Everything that you find recently looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's like I mean, we're gonna continue to seek out answers if it comes across our path, and we'll totally share it. But. Yeah. Well, but until then, this is the end of the werewolves. Yeah. All right. So next episode, we're going to pick up on some local haunts. So we live in a pretty rural area in Georgia, and there are lots of local creepy places we'd like to share with you guys. So um, tune in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram account, sisterhood underscore of underscore secrets, and our Facebook page, Sisterhood of Secrets. If you would like to share any of your spooky or unexplained encounters, email us at sisterhoodsecrets1 at gmail. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye for real.